It's happening over and over again. Participants in my program look, act, and feel younger and younger the longer they engage in all the strategies of my programs. Just the other day, for instance, I had a video conference with a woman who was in good health but had added the lactobacillus rotari yogurt one year ago. The yogurt that we make that restores this important keystone species to your gut microbiome, triggering release of the hormone oxytocin from the brain. The last time I saw her one year ago, at age 62, she looked pretty good, vigorous, happy, and appearing several years younger than her chronological age. One year later, she looks like someone in her 30s, smooth, moist skin without wrinkles, speaking and moving with the vigor and rapidity of someone much younger. She also reported that she was happier, experiencing better feelings of well-being, and was stronger. There are concrete reasons for why engaging in all the elements of my program reverse or minimize multiple facets of the aging process. It can get a little complicated, so bear with me. It involves a number of important health factors that you simply cannot get from your doctor, who prefers to dispense pharmaceuticals and medical procedures and cannot be generally bothered with advising you on how to regain or preserve youthfulness. So in this episode of Defiant Health, let's review the strategies that we follow in case after case that has restored and maintained youthful appearance and health. Later in the podcast, let's talk about Defiant Health's sponsors that include Paleo Valley, who provides fermented grass-fed beef sticks, bone broth protein rich in collagen, organic super greens, and low-carb superfood bars, and now 100% grass-fed and finished pastured meats and our newest sponsor, BiotaQuest, who provides unique probiotics such as Sugar Shift to support healthy blood sugars and Simple Slumber to assist in obtaining healthy sleep. Probiotics crafted with the unique property of combining synergistic microbes. You know, my programs have evolved over the years and have fallen under a variety of different names. So you might recognize some of my programs as Wheat Belly, or Undoctored, or Supergut, or my website that kind of is an umbrella for all these programs, the drdavisinfinitehealth.com website. Well, I didn't set out to create an anti-aging or age reversal program. In fact, I started to put a stop to coronary disease because after my mom died of sudden cardiac death, a couple of months after her successful coronary angioplasty, that is the kinds of procedures that I was doing in Milwaukee, she died in New Jersey, it drove home to me just how futile, how inadequate it was to try to manage a very dangerous disease like coronary disease, sudden cardiac death like my mom had, heart attacks, and other kinds of coronary syndromes. How inadequate it was to try to manage this dangerous disease that can strike suddenly in a hospital laboratory. And so I was looking for a way to identify people like my mother months, years, five, ten years, many years before any kind of catastrophe strikes. Well, back then, and this remains true to today, the only real way to identify coronary heart disease and track it is to get a CT heart scan to obtain something called a coronary calcium score. Very simple test, only costs about $100 typically. What we're doing is measuring calcium because calcium occupies 20% of atherosclerotic plaque volume, and that's the most important measure of all. People think that percent blockage is the most important. That is not the most important because the way a heart attack works is not the gradual progressive increase in the percent blockage. 
it's an accumulation of plaque along the length of the artery that, and it could be a minor, what looks like a minor blockage, a 20 to 30% blockage that ruptures like a little volcano or a pimple and it exposes its underlying contents that stimulates blood clot formation. That's what a heart attack is. So the more plaque you have, the more atherosclerotic plaque you have along the length of an artery, the more opportunity there is for one of those plaques to be very inflamed and then rupture. And that's what happened to my mom, of course. So doing these CT heart scans and obtaining coronary calcium scores in thousands of people, and these are people who appear well. These are not people in the emergency room having chest pain or can't breathe. These are people like you and me, riding our bikes, going for a walk, and having no symptoms, no chest pain, no breathlessness, but we just wanted to see how much asymptomatic heart disease they had. Well, when you look for it, you find it. And you find lots and lots of unsuspected silent coronary disease. And we score it. So a normal score is zero calcium, up to thousands. When you get to about a thousand, the risk for dying or a heart attack is about 10 to 15% per year. And so over about five years, six years, seven years, you can see that the risk is quite, is considerable. And so we want to track it and put a stop to it. Well, those of you who've been following my conversations already know that if you do nothing, that score goes up 25% per year. It's horrifying. If it was money, you'd be rich in no time, right? But it's not money. It's atherosclerotic plaque. So a score of 300, a year later is 375. A year later, another 25% higher. And of course, as it increases, you're getting closer and closer to plaque rupture, heart attack, sudden cardiac death, angina, need for procedures. Well, if you go on what my colleagues to this day shockingly call optimal medical therapy, the best they have. This was true 27 years ago when I set up the first heart scan device in Wisconsin, and it remains true today. What they call optimal medical therapy is a baby aspirin with a high dose of a statin cholesterol drug to reduce LDL cholesterol, a low-fat diet, low-saturated fat diet, and an exercise program. How fast does the coronary calcium score, how fast does atherosclerotic plaque grow when you're on optimal medical therapy. 25% per year, we help publish those data. It's been corroborated numerous times. It has no effect when you're tracking atherosclerotic plaque by this measure. So what do I do to put a stop to this? Because people are freaking out, right? They're having a progressive increase in score. Of course, my unscrupulous colleagues would often put them through unnecessary procedures. This is very common. You, you need a real test, like a heart catheterization and preventive stent or bypass. There is no justification for that. The science is quite clear. People with no symptoms, but silent atherosclerotic plaque do not benefit from a procedure, but it's done all the time. I was not willing to do that, and so I looked for ways. It took some years to figure this out, but it led to a program that put a stop to coronary disease. So a heart scan score of, say, 500, a year later would be a score of 300. And when you regress plaque that way, when you reduce the coronary calcium score, the risk for a heart attack is, for all practical purposes, zero. You do not need to get to a zero score, calcium score, to have zero risk for cardiovascular events. And it did not require a statin drug. It did not require a low-fat diet. So it led to a collection of strategies that became clear were very effective in reducing or stopping the progression of coronary calcium scores. And we did it. I did it by doing such things as eliminating the small LDL particle. We've got to get rid of this idea that cholesterol is the cause for heart disease. It's not. See, cholesterol measurement came about in the 1950s and 60s as a crude, indirect way to guesstimate 
what was going on with the lipoproteins, the fat-carrying proteins in the bloodstream. Well, we are able to measure lipoproteins. You do not need to use this crude indirect method called cholesterol testing. So we measure such things as VLDL, very low-density lipoproteins, and small LDL, small low-density lipoproteins. Those are the real causes of coronary disease. And there are now 55 clinical trials bearing this out. That measurement of small LDL, for instance, is dramatically superior to a crude measure like LDL cholesterol. Well, the science was clear, even 30 years ago, that the only foods that caused provocation of those abnormal lipoproteins, VLDL and small LDL, were wheat, grains, and sugars. The amylopectin A, unique to grains, and wheat, and sugars. So I asked patients, I asked tons of people, thousands of people, let's remove the wheat, grains, and sugars. And lo and behold, small LDL and VLDL dropped to the floor, typically to zero. And all sorts of other good things happened, such as dramatic weight loss, especially from abdominal visceral fat, reduction of blood pressure. People got off their blood pressure medications. Type 2 diabetics had better control of their blood sugar, sufficient often get off their insulin and several diabetes drugs and become non-diabetic. And a whole host of other positive effects, like reduction of arthritis pain, reduction of leg edema, reduction of migraine headaches, on and on and on. It took me by surprise, but it also led to a reversal of some of the phenomena of aging. We could see it in blood work. I'm not exaggerating when I say when people did the simple collection of, of strategies, which at that time was wheat, grain, and sugar elimination, and the addition or the restoration of nutrients that are largely lacking in modern life. It's not a random list. It's nutrients that you need, need programmed into your genetic code, but you're not getting because of the quirks of modern life, such as magnesium. We don't get magnesium because we can't drink water from a river or stream flowing over rocks and minerals. We have to filter our water. And water filtration is very efficient at removing virtually all magnesium. Vitamin D, because we wear clothes when we go outside. We often live in northern climates. We lose the capacity to activate vitamin D in the skin as we get older, especially after age 40. So we supplement vitamin D. And by the way, when I added vitamin D, it was the first time I saw coronary calcium scores not just slow down in their increase, in their progression, but actually drop dramatically. We also address iodine and omega-3 fatty acids. So that simple list of nutrients, magnesium, vitamin D, iodine, and omega-3 fatty acids, is a synergistic combination that reverses some of the phenomena that lead to aging, such as insulin resistance and inflammation. And so the whole program led to people looking and feeling younger, sometimes dramatically. And then, of course, in more recent years, I added some microbiome strategies to restore the integrity of the gastrointestinal microbiome, specifically trying to replace some of the lost microbes, trying to push back the proliferation of unhealthy fecal microbes. And so put this all together and you get a magnificent synergistic effect on reversing the phenomenon of aging and restoring many aspects of youth. Now let's distinguish longevity from preservation of youth and age reversal. So I'm not talking about longevity. I think longevity is a tough thing to prove, right? You can't prove it in humans, it's extremely difficult. Is if, if we get worms and mice to live longer, does that mean you will live longer by adopting some strategy? Nobody knows. So I'm not talking about longevity. I'm talking about the kind of youthfulness and age reversal that you can see, feel, and measure. That's what we're after. I want you, for instance, at age 70, say, to look and feel 50 or 40 
and act like you're 50 or 40 and feel like you're 50 or 40 and have the metabolic measures of someone who's 50 or 40. So I, I believe it's achievable. It's actually not that difficult. So let's talk about why. Over the years, trying to control things like coronary disease and small LDL particles and the gut microbiome, the combined strategies of these programs lead to age reversal and youth preservation. Let's go one by one for the reasons why this program achieves these kinds of results. The first reason why this program achieves a slowing or reversal of aging is that this program is designed to avoid glycation. All that means is every time your blood glucose exceeds 100 milligrams per deciliter, you glycate proteins. That is, the glucose binds to the amine group on proteins and the reaction causes them to be irreversibly bound together. And those are called glycation end products or advanced glycation end products or AGEs. With these glycation end products, damage your organs. So for instance, if you glycate the proteins in the lenses of your eyes, you develop opacities that leads over time to cataracts. If you glycate the collagen in your skin, which is very glycation prone, by the way, you get thinning of the dermal layer, thinning of the skin, so that you get that crepey look to your skin. You get wrinkles and you get age spots. If you glycate the collagen, once again, very glycation prone, in your cartilage, because cartilage in, in every joint is mostly collagen. So when you glycate the collagen your, of the cartilage in your joints, it makes your cartilage brittle. It breaks down and, develop, and you develop arthritis. If you glycate the conduction system of your heart, that is the kind of the electrical system of your heart that conducts a heartbeat activity, you disable or you reduce the capacity of your conduction system to have normal heart rhythms and it generates abnormal heart rhythms, sometimes very dangerous heart rhythms. And you can glycate other organs also. And you can measure glycation. So there's a very common blood test called hemoglobin A1C, which simply represents glycated hemoglobin. Uh, so hemoglobin, unlike those other tissues, is only short-lived. It only lasts about 60 to 90 days. By measuring the blood level of hemoglobin A1C, it gives you an ongoing index of how rapidly you're glycating. So we aim to turn glycation down to its absolute minimum, which occurs at a hemoglobin A1C of 5.0% or less. So most of the people in my programs have hemoglobin A1Cs in the 4 range, 4.7%, 4.8%, something like that. Now your doctor will tell you that a hemoglobin A1C of 5.7% is acceptable. Is that true? Absolutely not. For instance, cardiovascular death is increased. The risk for cardiovascular death is increased 300% at that level. And yet you're told it's okay. Translation, what the doctor told you. At a hemoglobin A1C of 5.7%, you don't yet need insulin or diabetes drugs. And you are therefore okay. That logic does not make any sense, right? We're asking, at what level of hemoglobin A1C, glycated hemoglobin, are you absolved, freed, all the excess risk, including accelerated aging from glycation? That occurs at 5.0% or less. So you can imagine a type 2 diabetic who's got a hemoglobin A1C on insulin and drugs, multiple drugs, of let's say 11.7 or 12.5%, that person, that diabetic person is experiencing a dramatic acceleration of aging. And you can see this in people with type 2 diabetes. They develop all the diseases of aging, like coronary disease, stroke, cancer, dementia, much earlier in life. And they die about a decade earlier. And by the way, the last few years of life for a type 2 diabetic is not pretty. It's pretty miserable. It involves such things as coronary disease and heart attack, 
stroke, peripheral neuropathy, amputation, kidney failure, dementia, a lot, lots of problems. So having type 2 diabetes is a major detriment to your health. And so we want nothing to do with diabetes and we reduce our hemoglobin A1C, the rate of glycation, down to 5.0% or less. And we achieve this, of course, by engaging in all the strategies of my programs. The next reason why my program strategies work so well is they minimize inflammation. Inflammation is a process that underlies numerous health conditions from dementia to breast cancer to coronary disease to stroke to many other modern conditions. You can measure it. You can track measures like C-reactive protein, a high-sensitivity C-reactive protein, interleukin-1-beta and interleukin-6. There's a number of these things, tumor necrosis factor alpha, and you can observe these values drop to, the, to a rock-bottom level on my programs. Now, this, this inflammation is not the kind of inflammation that comes from an infection or a wound. This is imperceptible inflammation below your consciousness that not, cannot be attributable to some kind of wound or infection. Some people call the inflammation of aging inflammaging. So you can reverse or minimize the phenomenon of inflammaging by engaging in the components of my program and thereby reduce or minimize risk for all those health conditions and the contribution of inflammation to all those health conditions. Another reason why my programs work so well is because we're minimizing insulin resistance. Insulin resistance, you may recall, is the process in which your body's organs, muscle, brain, liver, do not respond well to insulin. And your pancreas responds, pancreas is where the insulin is produced, the pancreas responds by massive overproduction of insulin, 10 times more, 30 times more, even a hundredfold more than usual. You can measure this. You can measure a fasting insulin level. So a healthy person that's very insulin sensitive without insulin resistance has a fasting insulin level of around one or two or three and no more than four micro units per milliliter, meaning it takes very little insulin to process the blood glucose into your cells. But people who are insulin resistant have levels of 50, 75, 130, so many fold higher levels of insulin. Now, when you have insulin resistance, it amplifies inflammation and inflammation amplifies insulin resistance. So you have a positive feedback loop. When you have both of them, they feed on each other and amplify their dangers. And the combination leads to all those conditions like coronary disease, stroke, breast cancer, other forms of cancer, type 2 diabetes, and many other conditions. So we want to minimize inflammation. And we do that by engaging in all the components of the program. For instance, wheat and grain elimination eliminates the uh, very potent sources of inflammation, such as the gliadin protein and wheat germagglutinin, those are two very potent stimulators of inflammation, as well as insulin resistance. By eliminating, you get control over these processes. Another reason why these strategies work so well is that they reduce and minimize abdominal visceral fat. Most people are unaware that nearly all the problems associated with being overweight or obese it doesn't come from the weight per se. It comes from the fat that's in the abdomen. That is the, the fat that encircles the intestines, liver, spleen, etc. That's the source of nearly all the problems associated with being overweight. The fat, in contrast, in your thighs, buttocks, calves, arms, neck, chest, that does not have the same kind of health implications. It may be a challenge or a stress to your weight-bearing joints, and may, you may not like the look of it, so aesthetics 
but it's not the same health threat that abdominal visceral fat is. And by the way, if you have abdominal visceral fat, there are other body parts that can also collect same kind of inflammatory fat as abdominal visceral fat. And you can find that kind of fat surrounding the heart, so-called pericardial or epicardial fat. You can also find it oddly in joints. And if you get fat in your joints, it ruins your joints. It's because the inflammation is stimulated in your joint cavity. Abdominal visceral fat is a hotbed of inflammation. So it amplifies the effects of inflammation throughout the body, and it also amplifies insulin resistance. So it adds to that positive feedback loop and causes a worsening of insulin resistance and inflammation. So because the program reduces, specifically targets of loss of abdominal visceral fat, it is very effective and giving you control over insulin resistance and inflammation. Let me pause now for a moment to tell you something about the sponsors of the Defiant Health podcast. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation about why increasing lean muscle mass and oxytocin while decreasing endotoxemia are yet additional strategies to further reduce the phenomena of aging. The Defiant Health podcast is sponsored by Paleo Valley, makers of delicious grass-fed beef sticks, healthy snack bars, and other products. We are very picky around here and insist that any product we consider has no junk ingredients like carrageenan, carboxymethylcellulose, sucralose, and of course, no added sugars. And all Paleo Valley products contain no gluten nor grains. In fact, I find Paleo Valley products among cleanest in their category. One of the habits I urge everyone to get into is to include at least one, if not several, servings of fermented foods per day in their lifestyles. Unlike nearly all other beef sticks available, Paleo Valley grass-fed beef sticks are all naturally fermented, meaning they contain probiotic bacterial species. And now Paleo Valley is expanding their Wild Pastures program that provides 100% grass-fed, grass-finished pastured beef and pastured chicken and pork, raised without herbicides or pesticides. And they just added wild-caught seafood caught from the waters of Bristol Bay, Alaska. Among their other new products are pasture-raised fermented pork sticks, chocolate-flavored grass-fed bone broth protein, and grass-fed organ complex in capsule form, and new essential electrolytes in powder form to add to potassium and magnesium intake available in orange, lemon, and melon flavors. Listeners to the Defiant Health podcast receive a 15% discount by going to paleovalley.com backwards slash Defiant Health. And I'd like to welcome Defiant Health's newest sponsor, BiotaQuest. I've had numerous conversations with BiotaQuest founders, Martha Carlin and academic microbiologist, Dr. Raul Cano. They have formulated unique synergistic probiotic products that incorporate what are called collaborative or guild effects. That is, groups of microbes that collaborate with each other via specific metabolites, potentially providing synergistic benefits. They have designed their Sugar Shift probiotic to support healthy blood sugars, Simple Slumber to support sleep, Ideal Immunity to support a healthy immune response, Heart Centered that supports several aspects of heart health, and Antibiotic Antidote designed to support recovery of the gastrointestinal microbiome after a course of antibiotics. BiotaQuest probiotics are, I believe, among the most effective of all probiotic choices for specific health effects. Enter the discount code UNDOC15 
UNDOC, all caps, 15, for a 15% discount for Defiant Health listeners. Another reason why this program is so effective at restoring multiple aspects of youth is because it causes an increase in lean muscle mass. Recall that as we age, we lose about a third, about 35% of the muscle we had when we were younger in our 20s and 30s. And that has major health implications. So when you lose muscle, insulin resistance is worse. Inflammation is worse. It promotes the accumulation of visceral fat that's inflammatory. It guarantees weight regain after any effort at weight loss. It reduces your capacity for independence. It reduces your ability to navigate the world, such as climbing the stairs. And of course, losing muscle as we age increases potential for injury, fracture, and frailty. If you were somebody who lost a lot of weight by doing such things as reducing calories or taking a pharmaceutical to lose weight or having undergone a bariatric procedure, you've lost a large amount of muscle because those are variations on reducing calories and we know with confidence that any method that reduces calorie intake causes you to lose muscle. And so all those phenomena worsened in anyone who's lost muscle. But because the components of my programs reduce insulin resistance, reduce inflammation, and when we add lactobacillus ruteri, for instance, we provoke oxytocin, we don't just preserve muscle, we increase muscle. Now, that confuses people because sometimes people say things like this. Okay, I gained eight pounds on your program. I'll ask, did your waist get small? Oh, yes, my waist is six inches smaller, but I didn't lose weight. Well, that's because you lost abdominal visceral fat. Remember, the source of inflammation and insulin resistance, but you gained muscle, which is great. Your shoulders are, are bigger. Your arms are firmer. Your thighs are firmer. Your buttocks are firmer. You gain muscle and thereby regained all the health advantages, a return of youthful musculature. Those are big advantages when you regain muscle. Another reason why my program is so effective at maintaining or restoring youthfulness is that we replace this microbe loss by the great majority of Americans called Lactobacillus ruteri. Recall that Lactobacillus ruteri is responsible for triggering the release of oxytocin from the brain, from the hypothalamus. And when you have higher levels of oxytocin, you get a restoration of a youthful immune response. You get acceleration of healing. Libido is increased. Testosterone is increased in males. Vaginal moisture is increased in elderly females. There's an increase in dermal collagen, which smooths skin wrinkles, especially crow's feet around the eyes and smile lines around the mouth. There's also a preservation of bone density. And so add that all up. It's a dramatic amplification of the youth-preserving, age-reversing effects of the overall program amplified further by rotorite oxytocin. Lastly, by engaging in the program, we reduce SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, and thereby endotoxemia. That is, SIBO, especially more so than dysbiosis confined to the colon, SIBO means that you've lost numerous healthy species that suppress unhealthy, mostly fecal species. And so fecal microbes from the colon ascend into the 24 feet of small intestine. Recall that these microbes only live for a few hours. They don't live very long. And so there's rapid turnover 
of trillions of microbes in the 24 feet of small bowel. Recall that the small intestine is by design very permeable because that's where nutrients like vitamins and minerals and amino acids and fatty acids are absorbed. So the small intestine is permeable. But when fecal microbes live and die in the 24 feet of small intestine, they release their components. They break down products, but especially something called endotoxin. And there's a flood of endotoxin that then enters the bloodstream. And that's called endotoxemia. And endotoxemia accelerates aging by a number of means, including it amplifies inflammation dramatically and amplifies insulin resistance. And it has direct toxic effects on all the body's organs, including your brain. Now, in addition to specifically targeting SIBO and endotoxemia, each and every component of the program makes a contribution. So, for instance, elimination of wheat and grains eliminates the gliadin protein and related proteins in other grains that causes a marked increase in intestinal permeability. You can actually measure it. You can actually measure a protein called zonulin that's supposed to be present at low levels. But if you eat something made of wheat or grains, let's say a, a, a sandwich with two slices of whole wheat bread, there's a dramatic increase in the zonulin level, reflecting a marked increase in intestinal permeability. So elimination of wheat and grains reduce the entry of endotoxin into the bloodstream. Vitamin D increases the intestinal immune response and protects you from endotoxemia. Omega-3 fatty acids activate an enzyme that lines the intestinal wall that deactivates the endotoxin. So each and every component makes a contribution to reducing endotoxemia. And the lactobacillus rotari is part of our effort to reduce SIBO because rotari and some other microbes, such as the lactobacillus gasseri in our SIBO yogurt, were selected because they colonize the small intestine. That's where SIBO occurs, right? And we selected species and strains that produce bactericins. These are natural antibiotics effective against the fecal microbes. So you consume lactobacillus rotari or by itself or lactobacillus rotari with the addition of lactobacillus gasseri and optionally bacillus coagulants. We make it as a yogurt to amplify the bacterial counts up to around 300 billion per half cup serving, and it kills off the microbes in your small intestine. It takes about four weeks or longer, and then you can consume it intermittently afterwards to keep prevent recurrence. But what we're doing is reducing the contribution of endotoxemia to health problems, numerous health problems, but also aging. And you can see it. Put this all together. I was talking to a woman, for instance, by Zoom. I hadn't talked to her in about a year. A year ago, she was doing a lot of these strategies, but was not doing the lactobacillus rotari, for instance. And she looked pretty good. At age 62, she looked like she was in her late 50s, so doing quite well. She added the lactobacillus rotari, and I saw her again after a year interval on Zoom, and her facial structure had changed, and she looked about 30 at age 63. So now this is an overtop example. Not everybody gets that kind of striking or extreme experience, but I can tell you the more, more people stick to this program and follow the diet, address the nutrients lacking in modern life, take steps to reduce SIBO and endotoxemia, or at least dysbiosis, and put it all together, you get this powerful synergistic effect that is age reversing or at least youth preserving. Now, if you want to know more about these, these programs, 
I invite you to read the books. The Wheat Belly books details the diet, the rationale, the science, and how to do it. The Wheat Belly 10 Grain Detox book and private Facebook page that kind of takes your hand and leads you through the program to get you started. Undoctored book, of course, and my most recent Super Gut book that includes all the recipes for these yogurts, including SIBO yogurt and lactobacillus rotari yogurt, as well as other fermentation projects to obtain further effects. Believe it or not, there's even more you can do for age-reversing, youth-preserving effects. But the things I listed, the diet, nutrients, and the efforts at cultivating a healthy microbiome are the core program. There's also uh, lots and lots of learning materials in my drdavisinfinitehealth.com, including over 2,000 blog articles, several hundred thousand uh, forum posts, and lots of videos and learning materials. If you want some camaraderie and or support, there's also an inner circle in my drdavisinfinitehealth.com. It is a membership site, and we meet, for instance, once a week typically for a couple of hours, and we talk about these things, including new lessons that we're learning all the time because the people who attend these meetings, typically about 80 to 90 people at a time, we talk about new discoveries, new observations, and we learn. It's a collaborative community where we teach each other new lessons and we give feedback on how to navigate the program and improve on the program. And if you got something out of this episode of the Define Health Podcast, I invite you to subscribe through your favorite podcast directory, post a review, post a comment, Help us build this community, this collection of insights that not only improve health and reverse numerous diseases, but also keep you young. Thanks for listening.